FitSpeak fans, we are in for a special treat today. A couple of weeks ago, Mr. Anthony Walsh from A1 Coaching, all the way across the ocean, <laughs> all the way over into Dublin, Ireland, reached out, contacted FitSpeak, was curious if he could get in on the podcast. I was really taken back by that. Um, Anthony Walsh, pro cyclist. Aqua Blue Sports Academy. Um, they actually just completed uh, the Tour of Ulster this weekend. Great results. Uh, Anthony, where'd you finish? Uh, was, was we, our best place right around the general classification was I think fifth. We shot Lacey, uh, but we had uh, a couple of second places on stages. And yeah, like it was a good weekend, but maybe a little bit below the, the expectations we set ourselves. So, um, we're back in action again next weekend if I'm building for the tour of Ireland which is at the end of May so that'll be the big target for us uh, along with the national championships and big priority for the sponsors as well so we're trying to get in shape and get ready for that yeah that's pretty exciting so for the FitSpeak fans uh, and the listeners out there right now uh, let me give you a little introduction into Anthony Walsh and A1 Coaching A1 Coaching was founded in 2013 by Anthony himself and Aaron Bugle. A1 Coaching is an internationally recognized coaching company focused on improving performances of the cyclists and the triathletes. They pride themselves in the knowledge and experience in the field of sport and fitness, and as well, are, uh, they have an understanding of the client's needs and capabilities. They're also renowned for their active media presence by developing and broadcasting cycling-related content on a daily basis. Um, I can attest to that, Anthony. I'm a huge fan, avid follower of you guys. You always kind of pop up in my news feed and with social media now, uh, it's everywhere. I see you guys everywhere and uh, all the information that you put out there to folks like me, you know, the folks that listen to the, the, the FitSpeak podcast. Uh, it's great. It's amazing content and it's full of really relevant information. I just want to thank you very much for reaching out and just getting in touch with smaller podcasts and people like me. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Anthony. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kevin. I'm a big fan of the show. I you know, like to browse through the cycling podcast categories when I'm trying to pass some time on a walk bike and stumbled upon yours and kind of got hooked into you guys that way. So I'm a big fan of what you're doing. I was where you probably initially caught my attention was I seen uh, you came up in some category where I was searching Canadian cycling, something like that. And I was uh, based out in Toronto for a number of years myself and have a lot of fond memories of my time living out there. I raced uh, local team Jeff Fuel for a little bit, and yeah, really, really enjoyed my time out there. So uh, yeah, just when I when I seen you guys, seen the cycling genre, it was something that immediately grabbed my attention. And then once I was pulled into it, uh, the content was great. So I kind of stuck around and kept listening. <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. Fortunately for FitSpeak, we do have some really excellent and creative direction with, with the producer, Kevin Hines. He was a former radio DJ host back in the day, back in um, the prairies, Saskatchewan and uh, Saskatoon. And he asked me to get involved on the podcast. I just thought, hey, it's a no-brainer. Um, it seems like a good opportunity, fun, positive, And it's an easy way to kind of help people out, point them in the right direction. So... You're kind of the granddaddy of this right now, and so you're doing the same for me, and we are doing the same for everybody who's going to be listening to this podcast today. Uh, what are you guys going at now at the moment? We have been 
active since October, believe it or not. We have managed to get the podcast up on iTunes and SoundCloud and uh, Stitcher, Podbean, a few others. So that's um, that's been great. We've getting a lot of feedback and a lot of a lot of downloads. I think um, oh, I think we're since October uh, up and around uh, two thousand downloads. So that's kind of nice, positive. And then locally, locally we're connecting with a lot of different groups. Um, so the analytics are showing that we're we're a little bit low, but we're getting there. Um, start small, right? Uh, we're probably at about two two hundred and fifty per download or per podcast right now. So you know, slowly but surely, we're just trying to connect the community. Uh, myself and Kevin Hines uh, have done Ironman, have done triathlons, marathons, you know, and so we have a lot of um, experience. We're trying to focus it and direct it and just kind of help people. Yeah, it's like we were speaking about off air. I know it's a big thing, a big mantra for us here at the moment where we've got the A1 show, which we have gone out twice a week. It's a podcast as well, but it's a, we actually broadcast it, so it's kind of a unique take on it because we started as a Facebook live video so we streamed to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram live at the same time and then we upload those recordings into our podcast each week so it's slightly different take in that it's live so there's no real do-overs for us if we say something stupid we're kind of stuck with that That's right. on the podcast but uh, it's, it's been interesting and I think the main thing like you were talking about there it's just making a little bit of progress each week is all you can really hope for and you know I firmly believe that it's like pushing a rock up the hill like <laughs> one, there will come a point where you'll get to the peak and it'll just gather momentum on its own yeah and uh, at the top of every hill fortunately there's the downhill that we get to go and crush so that get, <laughs> that's always my uh, that's always my motivating factor. I get the downhills to destroy. Now you just finished the tour of Ulster. Yeah, it's a pretty big race. Like, so I suppose I'm in a unique enough position in that so I'm you know the founder of A1 Coaching. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm also still a competitive athlete myself. So, uh, across the tour of Ulster, uh, to give some context for our listeners, the tour of Ulster is a three day event in Ireland with professionals and amateurs, I suppose it would be similar enough to the Tour of Boast or something like that you guys would have out in Quebec. Yes. Um, I know I've written that, it's a, it's a fun race, so it's similar enough to that sort of format, but over just uh, three days on the Maybank holiday weekend. So we personally uh, probably surpassed my expectations. I didn't go into the race uh, on brilliant form, carrying a little bit of sickness, so I was able to do a, a good job for the team getting the main breakaway on the last day uh, which were cost I think about 5-6 miles before the finish so not ideal but we still managed to lead out our team sprinter for second uh, but then on a, I suppose on a client coaching level we had a lot of good standout performances from clients in the Tour of Ulster and you know, across the world uh, for the Maybank holiday weekend so uh, that's always fulfilling even when I come home and can be you know happy sad about my own performance I can look back and I can see how the clients got on and uh, it's it always brings a nice smile to your face to see one of the clients pulling out a win somewhere yeah exactly it, it gives you validation and it says that what you're doing is the right thing and and that you are succeeding at helping uh, people yeah nail their 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 targets and their goals right 
Yeah, I suppose what's kind of interesting about us and the way we've set up the coaching company, we've had kind of a big explosion in the last 12 months uh, where initially the goal of A1 Coaching, we were looking to improve the performance of professional athletes. We were focusing mainly on pro guys and seeing, well, how can I get an extra like 1% development out of this professional rider? And that's a difficult task, and professional riders are contrary, and they're not that easy to work with. So we decided to take all the sports science, all the nutrition, uh, all the you know, aerodynamic teachings we've learned from working with top coaches, from working with uh, top personal trainers, physicians, physiologists, and we decided to apply that to everyday normal cyclists. So, you know, the stereotypical kind of customer avatar we'd have would be, you know, 40 to 55 years old, male, married, job, family, and he's looking to fit cycling in around all this. So we really honed in on trying to serve that customer base. And what we've been able to do with the application of the sports science to those sort of clients, yes. it's been crazy. We've been getting like 20% gains in threshold power for clients, you know, inside, inside like seven, eight months. It's It's been insane. So it's... Since we've had that change of focus, it's been an explosion of A1 coaching for us, and personally, it's been very rewarding for me. I bet. How many clients do you think you have at this point now, just in... The... I would suspect we were around 1,400 or so. You were saying that you have a staff of 12, and that's, yeah, I, I guess, how you manage 1,400 clients. Yeah, so we have, I suppose that's 1,400, excluding the Appport building at the moment. Uh, we have an app that we released about two weeks ago mm-hmm. called Pocket Coach Training. Uh, yep. We've only released that two weeks ago, but I think already there's 5,000 or so downloads on that. So, you know, they're, I suppose they're technically clients as well, uh, although they require very little to no maintenance because the app is like a lot of machine learning and artificial intelligence that builds the training plans for them. So, uh it's not the hands-on coaching in the traditional sense. Right. But as our, our 1,400 clients, I suppose, are broke up across different platforms, some of the coaching clients have, depending on the, the pay structure they're on, they require more interaction than others. For example, our bottom package uh, that has the least contact with a coach mm-hmm. is €20 Euro a month. So I guess that's like $25 for Canadian listeners. And our top package is like 250 bucks a month, which is... I guess like 300 Canadian dollars, something like that, depending on the exchange rate at the moment. So there's a vast discrepancy between our packages, but also a vast difference in the amount of contact that our client will get, depending on the package he's on. In the, the $300 package, what would that entail? What would that include? So the $300 package, will, we have an analytics platform that we've built uh, custom into the back end of our website. So we'll take your data from your training ride mm-hmm. and we'll build a training plan which is reflective of your personal circumstances so the example we'll take your work your life your family everything about you and we'll build a training plan that's targeting your goal mm-hmm. and we'll build it into this sort of back-end calendar uh, analytics platform we have mm-hmm. so each day you'll have a training prescription so you'll get an email each morning say good morning kevin today you're expected to ride for 60 minutes in zone one with two by 20 minutes zone four intervals and it'll tell you exactly the wattage and heart rate you should be at if you're using a parameter or heart rate monitor mm-hmm. and when you come home from the ride you'll press save on your garmin or other device and that will fire your data across our analytics platform so we can analyze the ride and make sure you hit the kind of we're inside the parameters that we recommended for the ride 
and then we can adapt tomorrow's training session if you've exceeded any of the parameters or if you haven't yet any of the, the recommendations we can change tomorrow's session uh, based on that but really what you're paying for on the on the premium plan it's the level of contact with your coach and the experience of the coach so like one of the coaches we have uh, working with athletes on the $300 plan is Alan Davis now for any big cycling fans out there Alan Davis for the last decade has been one of the best riders in the world second in Milan San Remo he's the current Commonwealth Games champion you know uh, tour down under stage winner his palmer is, is you know as long as my arm so you're really paying for the experience of a coach like that as well does that come in the lower level packages you still get a flavor of them the $20 package I suppose is the exception $20 package is a lot of self-guided okay. so I kind of like to think of that as a it's kind of like a Netflix for cycling okay. where you'll be giving like a unique login to our members area and that'll have videos that have preempted all the questions you may ask so if you're unsure how to set your zones if you're unsure how to you know what uh, food you should be eating there's a video on each of those and you can sit down and you can watch the video you know somewhat industry experts read videos in there like Barry Murray, who's a nutritionist for the BMC professional cycling team. Uh, I've video in there with uh, David Miller on how to time trial, uh, with Canada's very own Michael Barry on tactics and preparation for races. Michael obviously wrote for Team Sky, so uh, we have a lot of videos and resources in there, and then the training plans are templated on the $20 plan. So the training, you will answer a number of questions, you know, what uh, category are you, what age are you, and it'll make a recommendation as to what plan you should do. And then it'll give you a plan with a number of hours that's tailored based on the answers to the questions you've given. You talked about the uh, the pocket coaching. That's a separate package that you can move into as well, right? Yeah, so pocket coaching, I suppose, is our, I, I, although it's uh, an A1 product, I actually sometimes forget to do, mention it because it's so hands-off. So it's in the App Store or the Play Store at the moment. So if anyone searches for Pocket Coach, one word, training, a second word, you'll find it there. Okay. Or pocketcoachtraining.com is the website for it. Mm-hmm. And it's a free training app. You can go in and you can upload your personal information and it'll build a training plan for you around your circumstances. But the cool thing with it is, if your circumstances change, we're using like machine learning and artificial intelligence, so the training plan will change. So if today I have you down for like a 60-minute ride, mm-hmm. and now you have to work late tonight and you can't get in the 60-minute ride, mm-hmm. you'll come home and you'll flick across and say, the ride you have scheduled for me is too long. So it'll recommend you know a shorter ride, maybe a 30-minute ride, and but it'll also change tomorrow's session and Friday's session and Saturday's session based on the fact that you've done a different session tonight. Uh, likewise, if you exceed your recommended session tonight, it'll change tomorrow's session based on that. So it's a, it's a smart training app. So it's a big shift away from kind of the template training that's uh, dominating a lot of the lower point uh, training, lower price point training plans in the industry at the moment. I did not know about your pocket training app after we're finished talking. Um, I know that I will be downloading that to completely check it out i think what i really like about a1 coaching is the emails that i receive and i i enjoy reading the mental game in the emails yeah i think the, the real thing with the packages i have to say to clients it's you know how fast do they want to achieve their goals because across all the packages last year i looked and it was like 94 percent of clients were achieving their coach approved goals but the speed at which clients were achieving their goals was different across different packages Really? Like, you know, obviously, if you're downloading a free training app, 
you don't have the same sort of uh, accountability as you do as if you're paying $300 a month to a coach because he's going to be on the phone to you, you know, virtually every day in some form. And so that in itself is very motivating. Yes. And it, you also, when you, the coach is allocating more time to you, like strictly from my end, you know, employing the coaches, I'm saying to the coach, you know, Kevin is on a, a $300 plan. You need to allocate more time to Kevin. And with more time comes more problem solving, comes a deeper level of analysis, comes, you know, a deeper, if you don't understand the nutritional problem, it's, it's more time allocated to explaining that problem to you. Mm-hmm. It's more time applying the principles that we've shown have worked. Because, you know, Kevin, years ago, people were unsure as to how athletes actually got better. You know, it was a little bit of a guessing game. But now, you know, there's a couple of coaches out there that like to pretend this is secret sauce or something magic about how we condition athletes. But it's all open source now. If you're motivated enough and you have enough time and you're you're bright enough, you can go online, you can download all the latest sports science journals and this mm-hmm. is all agreed peer reviewed procedure now. So we're just applying the very best industry thinking in conditioning our athletes and we're teaching the coaches how to do that and then on the higher packages the coaches have more time to apply this sort of peer reviewed uh, research to your unique circumstances. So that's why the, the clients on the slightly higher packages are getting slightly better results. But I think there's a there's a package for everybody. There, I, like I think, you know, cycling is an expensive sport. We're spending, you know, I know we talked briefly. I think you're right, like a Cervelo S3. Like they're ex, they're expensive bikes. It's expensive getting to races. So it, for a very small extra uh, fee, you're you're going to get a lot out of this. Like someone's going to win a lot more races coming on our $100 plan on a bad bike than they will on like a $15,000 Cipollini with no coaching. What you're offering is insane. There's no question whoever signs up and does that package is going to succeed, right? You know what it is as well, uh, which I think is very important. It's the accountability and the objectivity. Like, although I'm the founder of a coaching company, mm-hmm. I still have a personal coach myself. I have one of our coaches, Alan Davis, working with me and coaching me as a, as you know, I spoke about wearing those two distinct hats where I have hat number one as the company founder and hat number two as the competitive athlete. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I still have Alan looking after and although I have read all these papers, although I've assembled this coaching team, which I'm still the head of and I have the knowledge, it's the application of that knowledge to my own circumstances lacks objectivity. So I can't make a decision and step away from the subjective. So often I'll train, I'll think I need to train more when I need to rest, often I'll rest when I need to train more. And it's, it's very difficult to have that critical analysis. And that's why having the external coach for that objectivity and the accountability for the kick up the arse to say, you know, you were down to do four hours today. Did you get your four hours done? Because if nobody's watching, it's like, you know, a tree falls in the woods and no one's around. That's right. You know, it's like that old saying, like, so it, it, it just, it really works. You know, it's, uh, it, it just, I'd, I'd be happy for any of your listeners. I'd be happy to hook them up and I'll give them a, like a 50 euro off their first month so they can go and come and check it out. If they just mentioned your, your podcast. Oh, I'll wow. Hook them up with that discount and they can uh, come and check out the coaching for the first month because I think it's something that, if you haven't experienced it before, you maybe think it's for somebody else. It's for a professional athlete. It's for, you know, but it, it's for everybody. It's, you know, we have clients who are 
70 years old learning to cycle for the first time and we're teaching them how to get on the bike and lose weight we've other clients who are Paralympic athletes visually impaired we've women we've men of all ages and shapes and sizes and it's you know it's not all about competition it's a lot of time it's about uh, achieving personal goals personal objectives and they could be as humble as making it to the top of a hill or as grand as winning a stage in Tour de France the ways that we can impact people at scale you know so I know you found us on our YouTube channels A1 Coaching TV uh, and that's a way we can really you know, give it because I find if I write an email or I write a blog and I talk about how to sprint right. that's one thing but it's difficult to visualize that and conceptualize what it actually looks like where do you hold the handlebars unless you're very good grammatically and your reader has a very good attention span yep. it can be difficult to communicate that message but in a video on YouTube it's often it's the implicit things the graphic the visual that's easier for people to absorb some of that information but I think you touched on something really powerful there, Kevin, that I think it's important for all our athletes. You know, I was just chatting with one of our athletes earlier, and he's in the 70s, and I was emphasizing the exact same thing to him. The sport should be about fun. It's the very reason we got onto the bike on day one was because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it's why, you know, ultimately it's why I actually quit professional cycling, because it wasn't fun anymore. Um, you know, I started out cycling with a group of friends, and... You know, we'd race each other to the top of the hill. We'd just go to the local village. Like, it, the bike allowed me to get places I wasn't old enough to drive, and they were too far to walk, so the bike allowed me to get to the local village where I'd go and hook up with the girl or do things I couldn't do, but it was all built around fun. And then, you know, when we grow up, we hit 18, 19, all of a sudden we're meant to be sensible now, and it's not meant to be fun anymore, but it really... For us cycling, I think it's boys with toys. It's a throwback to trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time, when people start graduating through Cat 4, Cat 3, Cat 2, that it loses that fun element that's so so important and so central to why we actually cycle. And that's ultimately why I think people leave the sport and burn out, because if you can keep that fun to it, it's a sport that you can enjoy you know, late, late into your life. Yeah. No, and I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, a lot of times, like, uh, people are always balls to the wall anyway, right? Like, you know, the, you stick people on bikes, uh, the the switch goes off, and it's just like competition mode, right? You've kind of forgotten about the fun aspect to it. Obviously, you've seen the big picture because you've had to take a step back, but now you're back explaining to people and you're showing people that this is how you kind of keep moving forward so now you've got the A1 coaching yeah it kind of feels like there's something almost intrinsically wrong about the way we categorize riders where we have cat 4 racers cat 3 racers and the goal is always to move up a category because it, it, it seems like to me you know having raced in different countries around the world that often moving up a category there's in the athlete's head almost implicit permission to cast dispersions down at the category below us and we think that enjoyment or skill or competency on the bike is measured by the grade we have on our license you know there's nothing inherently better about a cat one rider than there is about a cat four they don't possess any traits to make them better people yet we feel that when you go to a race you can somehow look down on the lower category riders and i think it's it's not a productive uh standpoint for you know longevity in the sport and i think Ultimately, it's one of the reasons we set up in A1, uh, we call it A1 Cycling Club, A1CC, 
and that's actually a separate website which I need to link to off our coaching website so it's a1cyclingclub.net and it's kind of like a worldwide movement for cyclists so we've a group rides you know in Dublin Belfast Bristol Doha Boston uh, going out every week so we call them A1 chapter rides and the guys meet up every Saturday or Sunday morning depending on the ride and they meet up in a group regardless of the level so for instance I was here at the Dublin one not last weekend the weekend before and you know you have complete newbies yeah. and professional riders all in the same group like we had a group of like 30 guys going out stopping at a coffee shop at the start stopping at a coffee shop after an hour and a half stopping at a coffee shop at the end pro riders newbies all interacting all in the same group and it's it's building that environment where we learn because when you segment people based on their category all the cat forms together who do they learn off I, I don't know um, yeah, you could have a pretty talented or, you know, a pretty dedicated Cat 4 cyclist, but they need that experience or they just need some guidance, right, to get them up and over. And then that Cat 4 will cat up eventually or just become a stronger rider in general. Uh, and he's been mentored properly and he'll it's been shown to him not to look down upon, but rather to and uh, help, you know, the lower less experienced riders right so you fit speak and a1 have uh you know a pretty common theme here helping and paying forwards and mentoring for sure i think it's uh super important uh and you know i'd welcome if any of your listeners want to reach out and i'll happily hook them up with like a a free strategy call or something one of our coaches to try and put them on the right level or give them advice you know and not in a no sales pitchy ways not trying to get them onto any programs honestly like we're at scale now so when it was super important to me to go from 10 clients to 11 clients it's a lot less important for me to go from 1400 clients to 1401 I'm just not motivated by that anymore I'm more motivated by as cheesy as it sounds a little bit of legacy now a little bit of actually trying to make an impact on people taking the guy who's you know 100 kilograms and taking 20 kilograms off his body weight and now all of a sudden he can do things like with his wife, with his kids, which he couldn't do 12 months ago. You know, he can go for a walk, he can uh, go running, he can, you know, ride the bike for two, three hours and go on a family vacation. Right. Uh, and this is adding, like, longevity and years to the back end of people's lives. So I think, you know, with the current health epidemic we have, and it's, you know, the bike is still one of the really accessible ways that people can get healthy and get fit. And you don't need a lot of money to do it. Just by getting on your bike and... You know, having some fun, right? The the common thread I think between A one and Fitspeak is just motivating people to get out there and encourage them. This is it, Kevin. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come and talk to your talk to your audience. Yes. Uh, hopefully, I'll get you a return of favor and we'll get you back on. That would be great. All right, so let me just sum this up. So, for the Fitspeak listeners and and fans out there, uh, Anthony Walsh. Uh, from A1 Coaching is extending a little offer to the FitSpeak fans who may be interested in some coaching. He's offering some incentive and a discount, an introductory offer into the A1 Coaching program to um, get you on board and have a chat with you. He's very willing and, and happy to speak to you over the phone. Just wanted to thank Anthony Walsh from A1 Coaching again for reaching out to FitSpeak. Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Uh, big fan of what you're doing, so keep up the good work. And looking forward to collaborating again in the future. Thank you, lad. I've been waiting to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, hey.
Yeah. <laughs> A and lad. <laughs>